0: Get on in there, see what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. You get to have it because you don't have to be a good girl. You just get to be a girl. You get to be a boss. You get to be a queen. You get to be a magnet. You know what women do? You know what women do when they have money, my friends? Go do a little research. They give more money away than anybody else. You get to be a custodian of wealth. You get to decide where it's gonna go and how it's gonna go and you get to change the world. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. In the show, we're gonna talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward. But in addition to changing the landscape internally, We are going to talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you, because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on the show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that I think has really been insightful been helpful what are the tools and strategies what are the mindset shifts that have helped me and what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are how can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous beautiful experience because after all that is what we all desire we're all craving to have the most joyful beautiful life and I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together each one of us by being the happiest versions of ourself and being the most fulfilled versions of ourself, we will help other people to reach for that higher branch and to find that in their own life. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. You may hear a little chatter in the background because some of my family has gathered here for Mother's Day and they are awaiting me in the other room. But of course, I wanted to come here and tell you a few cool announcements. Uh, number one, I don't know if you noticed looking at the artwork for the cover of the podcast logo, but we have changed the name to the podcast some of you might remember that this podcast started out being called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And eventually it was then called the Kathy Heller podcast. And you know, there's a part of me that has always been this girl, this really spiritual girl, this girl who spent three years walking the streets of Jerusalem and meditating, this girl who spent three years studying meditation at UCLA and understanding the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and spent so much time traveling to different retreats and I always really wanted to just fully claim how much this is really my compass, you know, everything that I am. And um it took me till this point of allowing myself to just fully just stand here. And I'm so excited. And we renamed the podcast Manifest with Kathy Heller. And truly, it's my favorite thing to talk about is to help you understand How can you be the creator of your life? How do you understand this magic trick that you have that's been hidden in plain sight? How do you understand that you have a vibration that you can focus like a laser? How do you understand that this world is actually made of consciousness? It is all vibration. And when you become in tune, you play music and your whole world becomes music and things get to be easy and they get to feel fulfilling. And I just want to say thank you for being on this journey with me as I've just moved into my own alignment. And um we're going to be playing for you today a, piece of a session that we did last week that is so important. I felt like it was a state of the union. <laughs> I wanted to have this conversation essentially with every single woman on earth. This was my like, let's gather around. And it was interesting timing because it was right before Mother's Day. But I really want you to listen to this episode and I hope that it hits you and I hope that it opens you up and I hope that it reminds you of what you need to be reminded of that you already know. And if you feel moved by it, I hope that you'll share it with someone I hope that you will understand that we all sometimes don't allow ourselves to have the pleasure and the grace and the gift called our life, the life that we deserve to have. We moved into the spirituality category and overnight we moved up to number four It'd be really cool to become the number one spiritual podcast on iTunes. So it would help tremendously if you would leave us a review and share the podcast. If each one of you shared the podcast today, we would double our audience, which would be phenomenal. And we can help create a movement of women who will no longer have to give our power away. You know, it's interesting that it's Mother's Day, all of this happening at the same time because... You'll hear in this conversation what I had to say about the generational trauma and the way in which women's spirits for so many thousands of years were broken. And now it is time for us to no longer give our power away and to fully be in our alignment because it is up to us. The future is female and it's up to us to really lead this awakening and this new earth. So please enjoy today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. Also, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see that I'm doing a giveaway today for anybody who uh, reviews the podcast and shares it. You will be entered to win $1,000. So if you want to check that out, you can go to my Instagram at kathy.heller. I also want to let you know that the doors to my program, Abundant Ever After, are open and they will be open all week. The price of the program goes up by $1,000 on Tuesday, so you might want to jump in on that. You can go to kathyheller.com slash join to get all the details and grab your seat. All right, so today I'm going to play for you a piece of maybe the most powerful coaching call we've ever had. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about why this can be so triggering. And we're going to talk about letting go of shame and reclaiming our power as we really move into the abundance that's truly already here for us. I think this might be the most powerful episode we've done. Take a listen. So today we're going to have a conversation that we really need to have about money and about manifesting. And we're going to have a conversation that hopefully shows you a path to once and for all completely changing your relationship with money and completely changing your relationship to your power, to being able to manifest. So let me ask you this then, how many of you are willing to declare and to claim that you were born to be a wealthy woman, that you desire to be as rich as humanly possible. Can you claim that? And by the way, if that triggers you, I'm glad you're on this call. In fact, if that triggers you, you should just go add to cart my class and th- be with me for three months immediately. In fact, the only person who should not be in the three-month program is somebody who is already making millions of dollars. If you're already making millions of dollars, you don't need to be in this class. I'm going to tell you something right now that might change your life. And here it is. You can have Everything you want, as long as you're willing to give up the belief that you can't have it. You can have anything you want, but you've got to be willing to let go of the belief that you can't have it. Are you with me? Everything is energy, my friends. Everything is consciousness. And when you really look at it, there are only two choices. You are either receptive and you are allowing Where you are in resistance. And if you have a desire and you allow yourself to have it, you'll have it. But if you have a desire and you have a ton of resistance towards it, you will not have it. And when I said, how many of you are willing to claim that you would love to be as rich as humanly possible? If you felt resistance there, we're going to talk about that right now. Take out a pen and paper. We're going to do a meditation today. We're going to have a conversation today about money, and then we're going to have a conversation about manifesting to make sure that you got it this week, how it works. I want you to take out a sheet of paper, and I want you to draw like I did so beautifully. I'm such an artiste. I want you to write GM, that stands for grandmother, mom, and me. And I want you to put arrows. And this is literally stream of consciousness, my friends. This does not have to be a dissertation. But I want you to scribble. And we're just talking right now about your mother's mother, okay? Because we can do a whole other thing on your father's mother. Now, some of you might say, N.A., like I didn't know her. Or some of you might be like, I didn't meet her, but here's what I know about her. Or here's my clues. Or here's what I guessed. But what I'm here to tell you is we need to spend a little time on this because make no mistake about it, it's been passed down. The ugly truth, my friends, the inconvenient truth is that women have generational trauma. And there were thousands of years where you had no power. Now you have power, but you give it away. And I want to show you what you might not see so that you can change that. So I want you to take out your pen and I want you to free associate what comes up when you think about your grandmother, your mother, and then you'll get to yourself. You're going to start here. And the question you're going to free associate on is what was her sense of worthiness? How worthy did she feel? How did she receive in her life? What was her relationship with money? What was her relationship with worth? How empowered did she feel? And then I want you to do this about your mom. What was her relationship with her sense of self-worth? What was her relationship with money? What was her relationship with her sense of power? And then you can free associate about yourself. I'm going to give you just a couple minutes because this is literally free association. And then we're going to move into understanding it. Does anyone want to share? Whether you share what you wrote or not, do you want to share if anything sort of stands out about that, or if there was any kind of like aha for you just now? And if you feel like sharing, I see some of you are sharing. My grandmother was professionally driven, but my mom wasn't. I'm similar. My grandmother was a child bride. My grandmother went through depression. How opposite my mom and my grandma are. My family abandoned her work and money, repeating the patterns. Yeah. So we have two choices. We either revolve or we evolve. And what we don't change, we just keep choosing. And we have been so conditioned, right? Our brain has 40 to 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day, depending on the day, right? And of those thoughts, 90% of them come from this. So you are being conditioned. And when you think a thought, remember, every thought, a chemical is released into the brain. So you think, you hardwire thoughts and feelings biologically into your state of being. And there is a deep, deep reckoning that has to be done with the amount of unworthiness that we carry. Now, why do you think for thousands of years, and I'm generalizing, but let's just call it a fact. Why do you think for thousands of years, men tried to suppress women? Why would someone do that? That's right, Riley. Because they're afraid. Because if you ever seen little boys and little girls, who's more powerful? Have you ever seen a mother and a father who's more powerful? So what happened? the spirit got broken and then what did we become the ultimate people pleasers and we don't god forbid want to emasculate somebody so what have we learned to do shrink and you know something you know what really good men are turned on by a woman who loves to receive when men are in alignment ooh all they want is a woman they can please is it true or is it not that's the truth. So who are you actually serving? If you're small and you're disempowered, are you serving yourself? No. Are you serving your daughter? No. Are you serving the man whose biggest ego boost is to feel like he's pleased a woman? No, you're not. When I had Dr. Shafali on the podcast about a month ago, she said the greatest poison in the world right now is a disempowered woman because she's raising this generation. She's teaching men how to be men and women how to be women and make no mistake about it. For kids, there are no secrets. It's not what you say. It's what you do. It's not what you teach. It's what they catch. If you walk around and you don't receive, you take all your power and you turn it off, they will too. So I was just doing this exercise along with you. And I've done this before, but just to share it with you, every time I do this, it makes me cry because this has been passed down. It's in my genetics. This is my Akashic records, my friends. I walk with these women. And it goes way further back than my grandmother. We stand on the shoulders of giants, right? I'm carrying with me thousands of generations of women, whether I want to be aware of them or not. What do you think that they're whispering to me? They're whispering for me to rise because that's all they wanted to do. So I jotted this down. My grandmother came here from Ukraine And they lived in a tenement on the Lower East Side. There was one toilet for 26 families. Most of those people died of tuberculosis. Her mother died when my grandmother was 15. Her mother died. They left all of these people who had been killed in Ukraine, came here with nothing. And her father used to make fun of her mother, even as she was sick and dying. And she would hear that. And she wasn't allowed to go to school because her brothers went to school. So she was told she had to work. And she told me the story that she worked. She worked in a sweat shop. She worked in a, the back of a butcher. She worked cutting hair. And do you know what would happen at the end of the week when she got paid? She told me her very first payday, which was nothing. Her father took the money and bought her brother a suit. Yeah. And she didn't have anything. So she told me she was very resourceful. She used to take an eyeliner pencil. And draw a line up at the back of her leg so she looked like she had stockings on. And she got married to my grandfather. And when he died, my grandma was only 60. And she said that when he died, not only was she devastated, but she didn't know how to drive a car or write a check. At 60 years old, she never had her own money. You get that, right? That's my grandmother. And she was an amazing artist. And I asked her, we were really close. I said to her, what's your one big regret? And she said, I didn't sell my paintings. I didn't have a career. And when I was growing up, I knew that my mom had this dream. She wanted to do theater and she was like most talented in her like high school and was like in the senior superlative, like, you know, most likely to be Broadway star, that kind of person. She was the lead in her Broadway show. And Her guidance counselor told her that women had two choices. They could be secretaries or teachers. So she became a teacher. And the money she made was so my dad could go get his doctorate. And as soon as my dad got his doctorate, I was nine. It took him a long time. He left her. And I came out to Los Angeles when I was 23. I wanted to be a songwriter. And I got a record deal. And I was actually with Lady Gaga at Sunset Sounds, and she was recording paparazzi. She was recording a special version of it for the VMAs. And that night, the producer said to me, I want you to see my new car. And I had just gotten this record deal. So what was I going to say? No. So he's like, let me drive you home because I want you to see my new car. And I said, oh, well, you don't need to drive me home because... I'm literally parked one block away. And he was like, well, I can drive you there. And I was like, well, you don't need to drive me there because I can see my car from here. And he was like, no, no, but I really want you to see my new car. So I get in the car and I sit down in the passenger seat and he takes his hand and just places his hand probably in the most inappropriate place. And I'm just sitting there like, what do I say? What do I do? And he locks the doors And then drives me to my car and then kisses me on the mouth. And I'm like, okay, this is that moment that... So I opened the door and thankfully got out of the car. Only my sister, I think, knows this story. I don't think I've ever told this story publicly. But a week later, I was dropped from the record label. So I decided I'm just going to give up on my dream because it seemed really scary to be in that industry. So I said to a friend of mine, what do I do if I want to make money? And she goes, well, there's only two ways to make money. You can be in finance or you can be in real estate, but commercial real estate. And I was like, great. So of course, because I'm a master manifester, week later, my sister says, I met a guy who works and owns a commercial real estate company. He's like worth a billion dollars. And uh I told him about you and how you want to go into real estate because I just thoughts turn to things, my friend. So I wind up in this office in Brentwood. He's a lovely person. He goes, you can come work for me. You'll be a great wing woman. You're beautiful. You can talk to anybody. Let's go. So I start hanging out with him. Where do all the deals get done? On golf courses. There's no women there. It's all men. But I watch them just Make moves, moving this money into this money, buying this shopping center, buying that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I thought I was making a crap ton of money because he was paying me $75,000. I was 25. Okay. Plus, he was giving me a tiny piece of commission for every deal that I helped sort of begin that he would close. So great. I rented this cute apartment. I got a couch from anthropology. You know, I was like eating spicy tuna rolls. Life is good. And we have our first year review. We're allowed to, you know, go in and he says, you know, I'm gonna have each one of you come in and we'll review what you're making. You know, at that point we'll see if you if you're all gonna get a raise. So he tells that to the five of us. I'm the only woman. Okay. So I go in to talk to the CEO who works for this owner. He doesn't know me as well, but he knows me. So I go in, his name is Doug, and he goes, Well. Bob says, you've done really well. He goes, you're really unrelatable though. You smile too much. And I was like, okay. And um, he says, uh, and sometimes you come in with your hair wet. Don't do that anymore. Blow your hair out. And um, you should wear pencil skirts more. And uh, don't wear Uggs. I saw you wearing Uggs the other day. Just wear heels. Like, okay. So far, I'm like tolerating that. That sounds fine. Then he says, so um, it's your review. So I see you're making 75,000 and you made this much in commission. You had a great year. Are you satisfied with that? Do you want to make more money? If so, how much do you want to make? So I'm like shaking and I say, I want to make a hundred thousand dollar base plus my commission. So 75 to a hundred. You got it. Right. So he goes like this done. So I'm like, Oh my God. I crushed right. I feel like I crushed it. You get it. Right. I feel like I crushed it. So I walk out and this guy, Ryan, who's like one of those real slick player asshole, like every day hear about a woman who he's like cheating on with another woman. It's like a whole, I don't even know how he has the like logistical brain to handle all the ways in which he's screwing all these people over. But somehow he has, I just got three phones, you know, He needs all the different phones, that kind of guy. So he had just bought a Porsche Cayenne, which I thought was interesting because we're the same age. I'm like, how do you do that? Cause I know who's closing and I know that Bob like loves me and I know that I'm doing really well. So he goes into Doug's office, comes out and he's like feeling so good. And I said, how was your meeting with Doug? He's like, it was great. I'm like, awesome. Did you get what you asked for? He's like, yep. So I said, so did I. And he goes, what'd you ask for? I said, I asked for a hundred thousand dollars. And he goes, okay. I go, well, what'd you ask for? And he goes, I asked for 200. I said, he gave you $200,000 base plus commission. he goes, I asked for double the commission. I go, hang on a second. I've been here longer than you. I've done more deals with you. I'm the one who Bob takes everywhere he goes. Why are you making that? He's like, because he asked me, what do you feel like you deserve? And I told him that. So I'm like, oh, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into Doug's office right now. So I walk into Doug's office and I sit down and I go, hey, I just talked to Ryan and um, Yeah. I want $200,000. And he goes, that's not going to happen. I said, why? He said, because I gave you what you told me you thought you deserved, And I gave him what he told me he thought he deserved. And that's life, Kathy. And that was that. So I came to work the next day and came to work the day after that. And four months went by. And one day, I was looking at myself in the mirrored doors of the elevator and I saw myself in this like high heel pencil skirt, hair blown out, double breasted jacket. And I just started to cry because I didn't recognize that person. And I got in the car that day when I left work. And I remembered that Rabbi Aaron said to me when I was 20 that everybody wants to be fulfilling their purpose. And that the deepest pain is the pain of inauthenticity. And that our greatest sense of freedom is being authentic. And I remember him saying this great analogy, which was, picture a guitar that instead of playing music and being a guitar, it was used to hold in the hollow of the guitar, a potted plant. And it's just so sad. That's not what the guitar was designed for, right? And so I was driving home thinking about that. And I started to cry so hard that I couldn't see because sunblock was now in my eyes and I had to pull over. I pulled over sobbing because I couldn't go one more day and be this guitar with a potted plant inside of it, collecting dust, sitting on a shelf. So I decided I was going to quit that job. So I quit the job and I decided to go toward purpose. I thought, what would be purposeful? And I thought maybe I'll work for someone who does something of meaning. And so I got a job for an oncologist who worked at UCLA, very prominent doctor, go to work for him and I'm helping him with all his philanthropy, but my office is in the office where all the patients come and I felt like that was meaningful work until three and a half weeks or four weeks into working for him, I say, oh, do you need anything else? As I'm walking out of his office with a file and he goes, yeah, come over here, sit on my lap. And that was a horrible moment. And I won't go into the other details, but it didn't get that far because I quickly had the ability to get up. And while that was happening, by the way, there were people waiting for chemo outside his door. I was like, you're a disgusting human. And I got up and I was very uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, I have to go. I actually have a doctor's appointment. And I don't know why I was saying that because that wasn't true. And then he said, oh, well, I live right by here and I have an amazing art collection. Why don't you come to my house? And I was like, what? No, I got to go. And then. I start walking towards the parking garage and he starts following me. And so like I get into my car, he's following me, which is the weirdest thing in the world. And so I just kept turning in different directions until finally like I just got on the ten freeway and never went back, never picked up my jacket, never picked up my laptop, never got paid, didn't give him his parking pass back. That was the end of that. And you know, sometimes my friends, You you don't get it with like a little nudge. You have to be hit over the head with a brick. Is anyone here with me? Does anyone get it? Like, it's just not enough, right? You have to be smashed over the head until you finally say enough's a fucking enough and I'm done now. Now I'm done. Yes? So then, only then, did I decide that maybe, just maybe, I would try being authentic. Maybe I would just try being who I am. And I asked a new question, which was, hmm, is there any way for me to get paid to do music without having a record label? And sure enough, there was. And I saw an article in Billboard Magazine about a girl named Ingrid Michaelson who was licensing her music to Grey's Anatomy. And I said, why can't I do that? And so I literally cold called ABC, NBC, CBS, until I made friends with all the music supervisors. And next thing I knew, I was licensing my music to Pretty Little Liars and Younger and Switched to Birth and Grey's Anatomy and Target commercials. And I was making $350,000 a year writing music for film and TV. And it got to be that fun and that easy. And then I started an agency helping other songwriters write their music. And then I started a course called Six Figure Songwriting. And you know how my first course went? Just like this. Didn't know how to make slideshows. In fact, when somebody said to me, you should do a webinar, I was like, ew, online people seem gross to me. And I was like, or I could just be myself. Let's let's go with that. Let's go with option B. And so I did a call just like this. And I talked to songwriters. And 147 people at the end decided that they would learn with me. And what was my course? Same way I teach it now, right? No slideshows, no paint-by-number garbage, just let's go. Let's reverse engineer how I got from here to there. And so I made $147,000 that night. And I was like, that's crazy. 147 people just paid me $1,000 to hang out with me on Zoom. And then a bunch of those people went and started licensing their music. And it worked. And I was like, that's amazing. So then we taught the class again. We raised the price on the class. And then we tripled the price on the class because we realized how valuable it was. And more and more people started to be successful from it. And then one of my students said, why don't you start a podcast? Because the way you were able to find your way in to making a living doing what you love, you could teach anyone make a living doing what they love. Because it's the same business as business, right? It's all about telling a story to the right person. It's all about getting proof of concept and validating your concept and building and scaling. Once you get your first satisfied customer, you just scale from there. And so how do you do that? And so I started a podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job and started telling people that they get to live life on their terms, that they get to make money doing what they love, that they don't ever, 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 ever have to have a job again, because I don't have a job, my friends, because I do my life's work, because everything I do, I would do anyway. And you get to do that too, because you've been put here. You have a zone of genius. You're just not playing in it. So from there, the podcast took off. I started teaching people. How in 90 days they could create a side hustle. From there, I started teaching people how they could create a podcast, how they could create their own branding, how they, and this is what I've done, right? And it's all actually not what they tell you. It's not more followers. It's less. It's intimacy, not with. It's depth, not with. It's everything they tell you is wrong, right? You can live in hustle culture or you can live in alignment. So it took off. Then I made a million dollars, $2 million, $5 million, $7 million. And. It doesn't even have an end. My husband stopped working four years ago, retired him. Now I'm helping him pursue what he loves. He just did stand up this week. That's what he loves to do. I have three daughters. I want them to know it's within their hands, right? But here's the thing. Let me tell you what happened with all of this. So years ago, right around that time that I was able to kind of Get out from that unconscious pattern where I felt as though I had no choice in my life. And I just, no matter what I did, you ever notice sometimes the same girl just keeps dating the same guy. He has a different name and a different car, but he's the same guy, right? Because you just keep reflecting that which is your alignment, that which is your alignment. So didn't you notice music producer, the guy at the real estate company and the doctor were all the same person, right? I gave away my power. I was like, hi. Here's my power. Would you like to have it? So what happened? What happened was I went on a trip to a place called Onsite. I walked in the room and this woman comes walking toward me. She's 72 years old. She has a braid all the way down to her butt and she's Native American. And she's like, give me your phone. And I spent a week there without my phone, without anything. And at one point, she says to me, I want you to bring me into the scene. I want you to tell me about seven-year-old you. Where are you? I said, we're in the living room. She goes, great. There's you, there's your mother, there's your father, there's your sister. Can you see it? I said, yeah. She goes, okay, I want you to walk over to seven-year-old you and I want you to tell her, you don't have to live there anymore. And now I want you to tell her, I'm coming to get you. And spending seven days going back and looking at all of this stuff, And having that moment, that's when all the dominoes fell. There is a part of you that is so exhausted from how you hold yourself back. And there is an eight-year-old that you're carrying around who has an unconscious belief that if you rise, that is not safe. And so your best bet for being loved is to shrink. I have never met a person with these two things I'm going to tell you that's not happy. It's actually really easy to be happy and really successful. If you have two things, you can be really successful and really happy. You want to know what the two things are? Gratitude and authenticity. So here's the thing with money. A lot of you signed up because there's a part of you that's really sick of not making a lot of money, really sick of giving your power away. And yet it triggers the hell out of you to claim it, to declare it. What's that about? That's called being inauthentic. You are so tired of being inauthentic. You are exhausted. Cause I'll tell you something. I coach thousands of women a year and they're really sweet. These are really good people with a lot of humility and a ton of integrity. But you know what else you are besides really sweet, really powerful, extremely powerful. And you just take that part of you and you just put her underground. And a part of you is so exhausted. It takes a lot to hold something underwater because that's resistance. That takes a lot of your bandwidth. So if I say to you, would you like to have a Range Rover? Would you love to have a beautiful house? Would you love to have a second house? Would you love to take your kids first class to London? A part of you goes, hell yes. And then you go, but I don't need that stuff. And do you know what that is? That's the part of you that's inauthentic because here's the deal. You've now spent five days with me. Most of you have been here for all the sessions. I think you have a sense of who I am. And we talked in detail about what really we're chasing. It's not that there's something in a pile of stuff, but why there is something in the pile of stuff is because it's honest, because it's authentic. Would I be authentic If I went somewhere and someone's like, would you like the beautiful table by the window with a glass of champagne and a three course meal? Would you like to sit next to the buffet table on the ground and eat the crumbs? Would I be honest if I said, I don't want crumbs, it's totally fine. I'm fine with it. It's fine. That's being inauthentic and you know it. And so when you look at someone like, who's the example to you of a woman who allows herself to be fierce and have grace at the same time? For some people, it's J-Lo, for some people, it's Reese Witherspoon. Thank you. Beyonce, Marie Forleo, Rihanna. Yeah, I think what you admire is the authenticity, right? Enough's enough. Why do you have to say, oh, I don't need it? No, 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 no. Like every flower in your garden actually needs the maximum amount of water just to thrive. So why are we being an authentic? Because we've been taught, we've been conditioned to believe that we can't be powerful. In fact, we're scared of our power. And so we don't know that when women are really powerful, they're really aligned and in balance. They're balanced. You know what a queen does? She doesn't hustle. She doesn't stomp her feet and no, she sits there and her energy just from being this. You know what it does? It becomes a magnet. When women are aligned and powerful, You just can attract everything right to you. When a woman goes to a bar and she's feeling herself, does she have to do anything? Just sit there, just get yourself a drink, just sit down and you just become a magnet. So we've given away our power because we're afraid to be authentic. And really, this isn't look at me, you guys. This is come with me. If there's a woman who is there, she's clearing a path for you. She's showing you what's possible because there's no reason thoughts become things. And so why would you not want to create the most beautiful life for yourself? Why would you not want to create everything you want when you can have it? You're going to get to heaven in 120 years and God's going to say, why didn't you partake of every beautiful delight? It's like, oh, I didn't think I deserved it. I didn't think I needed it. I thought I had to justify it. Why? It's gorgeous. It's amazing. Go have it. If there's resistance, though, to the feeling of worthiness or unworthiness, you won't allow yourself to have it. So do you think it's time once and for all to change your relationship with money once and for all for you to become a magnet? Do you believe that it's possible that how you think and believe might actually be affecting the results in your life? How you think and how you feel, do you know what that determines? It determines what you do. And more than that, it determines what kind of vibration you send out. So when you are holding unconscious beliefs around money, where there is so much shame and sh- so much darkness, and you're so afraid to just step into your power, ah, so then you know what you wind up doing: you push your power down. You don't let yourself receive. You become this really exhausted, resentful version of yourself. And it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because When you're trying really hard, it's not so beautiful. You know, a woman who's not trying, who doesn't put on any makeup and just is in her skin, oh, she's untouchable. Every smile, every move, every toss of her hair is electrifying. So what I'm telling you is that we came to write a different code for the next generation. We came to change this. And so... In the program that I do, I'm reprogramming you and I'm going to make it feel safe for you to declare and claim your power and to become the ultimate magnet for all the wealth, for all that your mother, your grandmother, all that she didn't allow herself to have because she was conditioned to believe that she was too dangerous with it. So she had to be kept out of school, illiterate, and couldn't have access to a checkbook don't think that that's not on your back. Don't think that that's not inside of you. And I was doing a little bit of this research. I'm always like looking up like, what are the numbers? So 15% of CEOs are female and less than 2% of the world's leaders have ever been female. And only 8% of all the wealth in the world is controlled by a woman. And then we just wanna bury your head in the sand and be like, I don't need this and it's okay. And I'd be gross if I declared that I would like to be abundant. What is with that resistance? Let's let that go. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because women are also disempowered with all kinds of receiving, right? A woman who loves to have sex, she's a slut. How often are we taught how to make sure that that experience is pleasing to us? A woman who has money, she must be a gold digger. She's materialistic. A man who has money, he's a stud. This is why it's not safe. And really the people who you're most afraid are gonna judge you are other women. So during this three month program, which will be your insurance policy to once and for all change your relationship with money and to show you your power in being fully tapped in and turned on and how you will manifest like a mf -er, and actually step into the magnet that you were born to be. You are a magnet when you are allowing, when, uh, oh, it's untouchable. When you walk down the street like a woman who's no longer trying to please, she just is, you get it all. You know, if you look at the cycle, our fertility cycle and a man's fertility cycle, they're really different. Men have a full new load of sperm every single day, 24-hour cycle. Their cycles are 24 hours. That's why they're like, that's how a guy is. He hustles, he moves, he goes, he pushes, he asserts himself, right? Not us. 30 days, 28 days, you get one. But what is it? There's something really potent about that space, about that grace. There's no hustling there. What is it? just the beingness and making space. And so you don't need to go hustle to make money. That's what men think they need to do, not women. A woman just needs to be in alignment. You step into alignment, you will be a magnet for all abundance because you will be in your wholeness. And what did I teach you? The radio decides what music it hears. You have been thinking that you Have no say in it. You're not in control. The world is in control of what you get. After you tapped out of your power, when you're tapped into your power and you turn on that radio inside of you and you broadcast a frequency of receptivity, you are receptive. You are allowing. In fact, you no longer have to say ever again, I'm trying to be wealthy. I'm trying to be a boss. I'm trying to run. You have to have a new word. I'm allowing myself to be wealthy. Done. I'm allowing myself to build an empire. Done. Because guess what? It's already here. All the money is already made. All the opportunities are already there. You are just holding yourself apart from them because you've been conditioned to think small because you're conditioned to believe that you being powerful is a threat to humanity. And that has to stop, does it not? Don't you think that the women in Iran would love this opportunity to just change their mindset and rewire their programming so they can go affect a difference in their day? And we have that luxury and we go, I don't want that power because I'd be a disgusting person if I actually was authentically real and said, no, I do want to have an orgasm. Actually, I'd like to have multiple. Actually, I'd love to have millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Does that make me a horrible person? No, it doesn't. It makes you honest. It makes you fierce. It makes you the person that other women have been waiting for to show up and lead them back to sanity. Why is it okay for a man to say, every time I have sex, I want to have an orgasm, every time, and every time I show up in this life, I want to have a ton of money as much as possible. And women go, I can't claim that, because I have integrity. No, that's being out of integrity, my friends. It's out of integrity to say, I didn't come to receive anything. A woman is the ultimate receiver. Look at the anatomy. He gives, she receives, now he's fulfilled and she's fulfilled. What happens if she's not a receiver anymore? Now we've taught men, that's not their job anymore to give to us. It is actually. It's kind of like in my big fat Greek wedding where the mother says, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. And the woman is actually moving the head where it needs to go. We just have to make them think that they're in control. So who's ready to declare that you do desire and you will allow yourself pleasure. Maybe it's the ultimate responsible thing to say, this is my moment of expansion and I am going to live authentically and I will no longer pretend that it's okay that I deprive myself. Let's just get on with it. Let's just allow. It's just allowing. And when you do, the music will play. And so I want you to know a couple of things in the goal level of the program. For any of you who want to start a business, we have a course that you will get access to to help you find your zone, your genius, your passion, and turn it into a profit. And on the calls with me, you can ask me any questions you want. I will be coaching you on making money and receiving money, period, in your life. On the VIP level, you're going to be getting my multi-million dollar strategies, what i build. built, creating a business through intimacy, through empathy, through integrity, through feminine leadership. And so I will teach you how to scale your business. But for anybody who wants to just once and for all change your relationship with money and be surrounded by a group of women who are willing and ready to declare and claim that this is their moment and they will no longer hold themselves back, there is no other program you need to be in. You need to be in this program. You need to be In a place where we're going to reprogram the insidious beliefs that are keeping you stuck in the past where your power has been given away. We need you powerful. Our daughters need you powerful. The next generation needs you powerful. I want to tell you some exciting news. We have some amazing people coming in to share with you during this experience. My friend Rachel Platten, who wrote the song Fight Song just today, released a new song called Girls. And it's about everything we just talked about. And she's one of my closest friends. On our very first session, which is May 26th, she's coming in to sing that song for you and to speak with you about how she grew a multi-million-dollar business as a songwriter, even though every record label said to her, it's not that interesting. And what did she do? She said, would you just go watch me? And they wouldn't put her on the radio. So she said, I'm going to go sing this song, Fight Song, in every hospital in America. And sure enough, one of the cancer nurses had a brother who was a DJ. And she said, every time this woman comes in and sings the song, the women in my ward, they turn into life. Play the song. Just play it, please, one time. And he played it. And it became number one. And she got her record deal. And now she has two daughters. My friend Sherry Salada, who was the president of Harpo Studios, who was the CEO of OWN, is coming in to speak with you. She was the executive producer of the Oprah Winfrey Show. Now, I'll tell you something about Sherry: is that Sherry got fired from her job in advertising, couldn't get another job, so she became a manager at a Seven Eleven. Can you imagine? And she decided. She's such a manifester. She said, it's coming, it's here. Sure enough, she gets a call from this woman at the Oprah Winfrey Show and she says, hey, did you send a resume a while back? She goes, yeah. She goes, well, we need some help with a bunch of trailers we're making and I see you have advertising experience. Can you come in just for three weeks? And she said, I'll be there. So she quits her job, goes to work at the Oprah Winfrey Show for three weeks. Decides that everything's magic. She's going to show up early, stay late, love every second of it. Three weeks turns into four weeks, turns into eight weeks, turns into six months, turns into a promotion, another promotion. And soon enough, she's sitting in Oprah Winfrey's dressing room. And Oprah said, I have the name of the new executive producer. I'm going to announce it to the team later today. And she wrote it on a piece of paper and she slid it over to her. And she just wrote, it's you. She went from being a manager at 7-Eleven to the executive producer of the biggest television show in history. And then she wound up starting the own network. And then she wound up being president of Harpo. And she said, you know what I did, Kathy? While I worked at 7-Eleven, I read Abraham Hicks. I manifested the Oprah Winfrey show. It's hidden in plain sight, but you just keep choosing to see only in the 3D. You look at matter, you look at what's physical, you don't look at what actually moves the world, which is energy, which is what you broadcast. So she's coming in to talk to you about it. How would you like to have a conversation with her? My friend Samantha Skelly is coming in to lead you in breath work. If you think meditation is powerful, wait till you do a breath work session with Samantha Skelly. Because when you breathe and you keep breathing, you're going to breathe your way back home and you're going to let go and release. All the layers that you are holding for your mother, for your grandmother, for her mother and her mother before it. And it's going to feel so good. And you're going to say, I'm exactly where I need to be. My friend Allie Webb is coming in to talk to you guys in this program. Allie started a company called Drybar. What happened? She was at Mommy and Me. She was feeling depressed. She was home She was breastfeeding all day. She was not getting any sleep at night. Her husband had a fancy job. She didn't. She didn't have a college degree. Told herself. She couldn't be anything. Let her husband make the money. Except one day she realized she's really good at blow drying her hair. And people used to say to her, your hair looks so good. Kind of like what you said to me, except I didn't blow dry my own hair. And in her mommy and me class, These women were really feeling like she did, feeling pretty sad and depressed. You know why, my friends? Because you don't need to feel guilty for the fact that when you have toddlers at home, you're a little bit bored. I remember being like, did I need to feel guilty about the fact that I hate playing Barbie dolls? I hate it. No, because you have a brain. So anyway, so Allie Webb was in that boat. She started saying to these women, do you want me to just come to your hair? One after the next started saying, you have to have Allie come over. All she did was blow dry it. She didn't even cut it. And it just, I had the best day after that. So then she started realizing that she had to charge people. And the reason she had to charge people is because just to go all these people's homes, she was paying gas and this and that. And then she said, wait a minute, you guys, is this a business? Like, even if I don't cut your hair or color it, is it a business to just blow dry your hair? And they were like, and it's totally a business. And then she said, oh my God, you know why it's a business? Because when women just get their hair blown out, it's just pleasure. It's not productive. It's not about, well, I need it colored. No, no, no. I just want to feel like I'm the shit right now. And I'll pay anything to have 45 minutes. That's just about me. So she went to all these investors. Turns out they were all guys. Oh my God, I know that they are because we're all over here going, I do want to be rich. I would hate to be rich. Oh my God, I have no receptivity to being rich. So we have to get over that. That's what you're going to do with me for three months. You're going to get over that. Are you ready to get over that? So she went to all the men, all the dudes with all the money, and they were like, we would never invest in you. I'm so sorry. So she went to another bank and another bank and another bank and 19 banks. were like, sorry, that's a no go. Don't get it. You're not going to cut in color. You don't get my money. And she was like, yeah, you don't get women and you don't care about women. And you don't realize that women need 45 minutes to tell themselves a story that they're worth 45 freaking minutes to sit and feel good. And they were like, no, can't do it. Sorry. So she has a brother and he believed in her. And remember that thing about men and women, how men don't have as much issue with being rich. So he had some money and he said, Allie, I believe in you. Let's do it. And she opened a tiny, tiny little shop in Brentwood, California. And within 90 days, the line was around the block and they couldn't fit everybody in. So they opened a second one and a third one and a fourth one. And they opened over a hundred stores and she made multi, multi millions of dollars doing something she loved to make women feel good about themselves for 45 minutes. And you sit here and tell me, there's no way to make money. If you tell yourself something, your brain will not only believe it's true, but it will give you tons of evidence that it's true. But if you start to hang out with me for three months and I tell you money is everywhere, You have a trillion ways that you can access money. You are the magnet. It's frequency first. It's vibration first. The world is made of vibration. You're going to look for evidence of that. World is going to perceive you different and you are going to be a magnet. It's the truth. And then for anybody who says, I actually do think that I'm sitting on gold," because in addition to now becoming a master manifester and changing my beliefs about money, I have a zillion things I could do. Of course you can do that. You can organize people's homes. You can teach classes. You know what the most infectious thing in the world is? Enthusiasm. And you know what the most powerful thing in the world is? A woman who knows what she wants and is willing to receive it. Period. End of story. And you know that that's true. There's nothing more magnetic than a woman who knows what she wants and is willing to allow herself to have it. You know what you want, but you trick yourself into thinking you don't go, I don't really want things. I don't want stuff. I don't want to be rich because rich people are greedy. Like all of that's a lie. You know that it's a lie, right? And you're so sick of being a liar to yourself and to the people around you. Instead, you're feeling resentful, depleted, and exhausted. And you're living in scarcity for what? Where's your genius? Move into the boardroom. Let's see it. Build an empire. Scale your business. You're So heads and shoulders above and beyond every male CEO, you know, they say that women CEOs, the companies make between 15 and 30% more money, more profit, because we're just good at it. Why? Because we're naturally good with people and everything is people. Business is not numbers. It's not a numbers game. It's a people's game. It's human beings. It's having high EQ. what are you doing with it? Nothing. Telling yourself all day long, who am I to have it? I can never do it. I have imposter syndrome. Why would I start something? Why would I show up on Instagram? Why would I start a podcast? Why would I write a book? Where is that getting you? Nowhere fast. So we're going to go through the looking glass. Those of you who are going to be with me for three months, you will never, ever, 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 ever be back in this place. You will never be in a place where you are confused. You will never be in a place where you have any static, You will change your relationship with money once and for all. You'll be around other women who are supporting you, flying your flag, and like Lizzo before you, letting yourself receive pleasure, my friend, and going, oh, feels good to be authentic. And now I can be sweet and powerful. Now I can be myself. Now I can be aligned. And then for those of you who want to start a business, you're going to get my amazing. I mean, really, like I teach this stuff. You have to own what you do well. It's also gross to be like, no, nah! like just say, thank you. It's a gift, right? So own it. Just say, thank you. It's a gift. This is my gift, right? I was given it to give it away. I teach money better than anyone. I teach business better than anyone because I teach it to you from a feminine perspective and from a place that's really about empathy and human beings and empathy for yourself. So if you want to change your relationship with money, and if you want to start a business or scale a business, you're going to do this program. And three months from now, you just will not have the same life. Because when you change your energy, you change your life. When you change your thoughts and beliefs, you change the frequency you give out. The whole world around you starts to change. And you start to see what's possible. And you start to create a new path. And it's amazing. Just so you know, the price of the program goes up next week. So if you're getting in, then you want to get in before next week because you have that opportunity to do that now. Colleen, do you want to add anything? I've just been on my little rampage today. Oh my gosh, you guys, how good does that feel, right? It's just reminding us of what's true, but we forget what's true sometimes, right? Because we're carrying so much around. So I think there's countless ways, different aspects and pieces Landed with you and resonated with you and at the core of everything is no longer needing to feel afraid to just be you and own your power because every person around you has that power too. every one of us is born with that. And when you just can allow it, there's just such a freedom on that other side. And we want that for you because we know how good it can feel when you can stand in that space. And it feels really amazing when you find other people that you can walk this journey with who we can all link arms together with. So kathyheller.com forward slash join is where you can head to. And if you have any questions, we're here to answer. Awesome. So who feels like it's time for you to not play small one more second? Who feels like it's time for you to live a life that is authentic? I sit here and I'm like, you know, those scenes in, um, Rapunzel, when they put the lanterns in the sky, it's like each of you are that lantern. And I'm just like, let's light up this world, my friends. The world ain't seen nothing yet. Let's change it. I know how we can change it in a moment. You tap into your power and all of a sudden you just feel that the fog clears, right? As soon as you choose to step into your authenticity and say, here I am to receive, here I am to receive pleasure." Wealth, beautiful opportunities, the moments that are meant for me to give my gifts away. You will change the entire effing world. Do you understand what's happening right now in the world is that we are on the threshold of a great awakening. And every day when you look at those women in Iran, they are there showing you, pointing you towards how urgent this is. Listen to me. You owe it to those people to choose your power to stop saying, I don't want to be powerful. I don't want to have, it's like all those women want is a choice. They want the choice to choose for themselves. They want to be able to choose. You want to be able to choose. You don't want to have to say, I don't really want money. I don't really want any stuff. It's okay. I'm fine. I don't want to claim that I want to be rich. I'd be superficial. Do you think Taylor Swift is the worst person you've ever met? Thank God she let herself be rich. Thank God, Rachel Ray, let herself do what she does. She started an empire. Do you know how many people she's taking care of right now? Do you know the funds that she's invested in? You should be saying, thank you. I'm coming with you. Thank you. I'm next. Let's go, Ariana Grande. Let's go. Pick your person. Fly their flag. And just know that you're afraid to trigger people who are scared. How about you stop patronizing those people? and bet on the part of them that is so ready to be awoken and to rise and say, I'm going to stand here in grace. I'm going to be in receptive mode. I'm going to become a master manifester. I'm not going to hustle. I'm not going to have to prove. I'm not going to have to be an ego. I'm going to be a soul. I'm going to play NDR all day, every day. I'm going to be a queen. And I'm going to help call forward all the women who have that queen inside of them, Who've just been so dormant for so long. And I'm going to say, what you got, sister? Let's go. Have it all. Right? It's like that song, I hope you dance. I think about my daughters and I'm like, have it all. Right? I want them to fully access their gifts. I want them to fully know what it feels like to look out over a beautiful ocean and see the sunrise and to hear themselves speaking their truth out loud. And I want them to have the ability to just receive this beautiful world that God made and to eat in the most beautiful places and to sit with the most beautiful people and just to be a blessing, to have a cup that's full and that runneth over. Because when you're full, you give Wi-Fi to everything around you. And that maybe is the greatest gift that you give. So Jerry Maguire once said it, who's coming with me? You know, we're always here for a reason. Your intuition leads you to exactly where you need to be. And if you don't do it, you're going to wait for another moment to come along where you feel disinspired, Or you're just going to say, I can't see it. It's never going to change. And I'm going to choose that possibility. I'm going to choose the possibility of it's never going to change. Or who would I be if I actually believed in this? You know, Sunday is Mother's Day. That's interesting timing, isn't it? What if we invest this time and this money into you? on behalf of her, right? For every day that she just took it, not today, no more. And the amount of people that you're gonna affect, you haven't even seen it yet, right? Because when you actually step into meditation with me, I'm gonna start to move you like Alice through the looking glass. And you're gonna say the things that thousands of women have said to me. Oh my God, I didn't know that I'm doing this. I'm starting a business. Oh my God, I realized that these lemon bars that I make are actually business. Oh my God. I realized that the fact that I like setting people up on dates is really a business. Oh my God. I just realized that. And literally I have helped thousands of women start businesses doing what they love because that's the magic of turning on your radio. You're like, here's my creativity. Here's where I can step in. And it doesn't feel like a job because you're having fun because you're just being authentic for God's sakes. It's time to be authentic. So let's do a little meditation. How are you guys feeling so far? I was just thinking you should do this program and do this program with your mother, or you should do this program and do it with your daughter. And by the way, if you do do that, I just thought that thought right now, how powerful that would be. Let us know and we'll give you some kind of a code to use so that if you do it with your mom or your daughter, you get something off. Why not? It is mother's Day. For God's sakes, could we just get the women to be who we're supposed to be so we can change this world the way we were meant to. Oh my goodness gracious. Look out, it is white fire. (laughs) It is so powerful. All right, so go ahead, close your eyes. Let's just take a deep breath. I just want you to say to yourself, thank you. Thank you for carrying me this far. Thank you for not giving up. I love you. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your goodness. And like Mary Oliver, the great poet once said, you don't have to walk on your knees for thousands of miles. You don't have to be good. And I want you to picture yourself at six years old. I want you to notice your sweet face. How lovable is she? How magnetic is she? I want you to walk over to her and tell her, you don't have to be a good girl. You just have to be you, that she's made of magic and tell her that there are so many people around her who are so afraid that they try to convince her to turn off all her power. But tell her that she's right. She came to actually rescue and to show a new path. And all she has to do is choose to be herself and tell her again. Tell her to remember that she doesn't need to be a good girl. Tell her that she's always good because her goodness is the most obvious thing about her. And so that will always just be because that is undeniable and her job isn't to be a good girl. It's just to be who she is. And now I want you to take her so that she can see who she's going to become and show her all the places you're going to take her. Show her what it feels like to be in integrity with herself, to be a lamplighter, to be overflowing with abundance in every way, so filled with grace, so filled with compassion, so filled with joy, giving and receiving and receiving and giving fully in every way and show her the places you're going to take her and the people that she's going to meet. And now I want you to ask her, what did you see that I didn't ask her what her dreams were made of and tell her that you're, you're listening now and how much wisdom she has and that the conscious part of you, your highest self, is here now and that you're never going to let her go and that you promise she'll never have to live there anymore. In the places where the good girls go. Because she's no longer needing to be good, needing to prove. She's just the most sacred, beautiful, honest expression of who she was born to be. She's brilliant. She's wild. She's untamable. She's fully embodying the power of being a magnetic woman and life got so good. And this is what it means to make a quantum leap is that we move in the quantum. When we create from thought alone, it means we become thought alone. And we can make a move in time travel by lining up energetically with frequency alone. And then there's nothing to hustle, it's just that we've become a new frequency. In our broadcast is our greatest experiment with destiny. And the bravest thing we ever do is to choose this mystical experience instead of the predictable path. And we know that this is what our soul came for. And so it is. Where will you go? Who will you meet? Who will you inspire from choosing to allow to be worthy to receive creating wholeness creating beauty creating alignment in the ecosystem and when you're ready you can open your eyes when we start this program i'm going to ask you that every time we have a session you bring to the session a photo of yourself of you at 6 years old because it's time it's time to make good on the promise it's time to make good on who you came here to be. You would never meet a six-year-old and tell her your dreams will never come true, and you're not worthy of them, and you should just be a good girl. But you've been so conditioned, it's been so passed down, that it's scary to even declare and claim your truth. When I first started to move into the magnet, a healer that I saw read me that poem by Mary Oliver. Called Wild Geese. And as soon as she read the first line, the first line of that poem is, You don't have to be good. And I was just falling. And the second line is, You don't have to walk on your knees for a thousand miles in the desert. We have been conditioned. That means that feels like just the truth. It's not even a belief you have to be good, a good girl. Who's over that? Don't be good, be yourself. Every time someone told you to be a good girl, that is not what they meant. And you know that because that is redundant. You are good. What they meant was don't be powerful. Don't have a voice. Don't receive. Cut yourself off. Be a good girl. Be tameable. How about be powerful? Well, in order to be powerful, you're going to have to come correct with yourself, which means you're going to allow yourself to be rich. You're going to allow yourself to receive all the love in the world, all the self respect, all the money, all the good friends, or you're not. And every time you see a woman who allows any of that, You're going to praise her. You're going to wish her well because every time you're triggered by her, what you're saying is, why does she get to do that and I can't F her? Because you drank the Kool-Aid that you need to be good. You don't need to be good. You are good. You don't need to be good because you are good. You need to be in truth. You need to walk with fire. You need to be powerful. You need to be turned on. If I unplug an iron or a curling iron or a toaster, it's not powerful. It's unplugged. That's not a good toaster. That's a bad toaster. If I don't charge my Tesla, I don't have a Tesla. But if I don't charge my Tesla, it's not a good car. You've been broken. They want to break you. That's what they do. They've been doing that for thousands and thousands of years. That's the oldest thing in the world. And we're so broken that we think we have to be good. So, can I be good and receive? Because as soon as I would move towards receiving, I was told to be good. Follow the rules. Don't get out of line. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't want that. How about? Choosing to be authentic and lighting a path and trusting yourself. Here's the thing you ready? That you are good and that that's not up for debate. And so there's no way you won't be good. So you have been taught to question if you can handle power because it might make you not good. You are good, you're the best thing in the world. Women, look how much. If you look at the world by and large, right? All the moms, right? Who have all of these opinions about what's happening in schools, right? And with shootings, how often, right? Are we looking at crime and saying, look what women do. Look how women rape. Look how women murder. It's like, you are good. You intuitively, instinctively, right? Unless you're broken, right? Which some people are. There can be people like that, but that's not how you start out. And the truth is that's not how men start out either, but who are men raised by women? And if a woman is not aligned and not in power, we've got something out of alignment. So we have a great responsibility and we have an amazing gift and an amazing way to chart a path. And it's time to understand money. How many of you know anything about money? How many of you know how when you make money, your money can make money? How much do you know about cryptocurrency? How much do you know about real estate? How much do you really know it? How much do you know about investing in other businesses? How much do you know about starting your own business? How much do you know about raising equity for yourself? How much do you know about making a million dollars? Do you know that it's easier to make a million dollars than minimum wage? Of course it is. Because minimum wage, you got to go work for someone else doing something that you don't like, which robs you of your energy and standing on your feet for the most day, all day long. But making a million dollars means you just get really good at having a vision, opening up this and seeing a world and inviting people in and telling a story. And when you have a business, who's the hero? Not you, your client. You're making your client the hero. Whatever you sell is the thing that your hero client needs to rise. So by rising in business, you find the way to have radical empathy for this person and together you rise. So we'll talk about it. I'm going to turn it all on its head for you. So next thing you know, you're going to love having a business. In fact, you won't believe that you ever considered not having a business. How are you guys feeling right now? Have any breakthroughs today? it's time the world doesn't need any more good girls we just need girls you don't need to say good girl just say girl and you don't need to say girl boss just say boss the boss not good girl just the girl you get me it's so deep you guys did you have any aha moments today where you realized some stuff you're holding onto that just might be in the way Because you can't want what you want and have resistance and think you're going to get it. You got to turn that off. You have to want what you want and allow yourself to have it. And then you just have it because it's a reflection of the vibration of you allowing yourself to already have that vibration. And then you get it all. Believe me. As much as I'm in it for all the good stuff, like how good this conversation feels, like this conversation feels so much better than going to buy a pair of Manolo Blahniks. Like nothing can top how good this conversation feels because this is energy, right? But make no mistake about it. I want you in those Manolo Blahniks. I want you at the five-star four seasons. I want you there. Like, I want you there. And so I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you, you haven't already gotten it this week, How you can just have all that stuff. You get your cake and you get to eat it. You get all that stuff. How? By moving the energy and getting what you really want, which is the authentic expression of your soul. Boom, you'll have all that stuff. You don't, you don't, here's here's what I'm here to say. Being fully authentic doesn't mean, oh, I therefore don't need it. No, no, you still need it, my friends. You need to fly first class. You're all going to do that because you need it, because it's awesome. Because the only reason you wouldn't be in it is because you're holding yourself away from having it. Why would you do that? Just have it, right? It's not why you're living. You're not living for the Range Rover, but you're going to get it. I want you in it. I want you in the sexiest, fiercest clothes that make you feel so electric. And I want you leading the charge like Joan of Arc. Who's with me? Oh, yeah. We're not doing this. we don't need it. No, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. If the NDIRE comes to perform, I don't want to see her feeling like she has to sit in the back of a beat-up car, right? I don't want that. That's not a match. I want her to allow herself to show up in a Bentley if she wants to, because she's a princess. She's the real queen. Why would she not allow herself to have that? That would be really weird. If I saw Kate Middleton at McDonald's, I would say, you don't belong here. You shouldn't eat this. Like you should eat over there. You should go to Joffrey's in Malibu and have it privately. So you just have it to yourself for the quiet. Why are you here? Don't eat an egg McMuffin. This is poison. It doesn't even go in this body of yours. Don't let it in you. Do you get it? Yes, you get to have it because you don't have to be a good girl. You just get to be a girl. You get to be a boss. You get to be a queen. You get to be a magnet. You know what women do? You know what women do when they have money, my friends? Go do a little research. They give more money away than anybody else. You get to be a custodian of wealth. You get to decide where it's going to go and how it's going to go. And you get to change the world. And all the while, you get to treat yourself. What are you going to treat yourself to? What then? What might happen then? All right. So you're going to change your relationship with money once and for all. That alone is worth the cost of this program. Number one, that is being reprogrammed, rewired. Number two. For those of you who are going to start a business, we're doing that together. You're going to learn all that stuff. You're going to come to me with questions. We're going to go through it. We're going to coach you. You're going to get the light bulbs. And for those of you who are ready to scale your business, you're going to be in the VIP level and you're going to decide once and for all, enough's enough. I'm holding myself back and I'm going to scale now. And you're going to scale. And you're going to be like, oh my God, my first million dollars was harder than making a million go to 5 million. Of course it is because all the static is still in there. Once you let that static go, now you can make 5 million, and then you can make 10 and 20, and it doesn't matter. Like It's nothing. It's honestly nothing. Do you know how far away the nearest star is to our planet? Do you know how long it would take you to get to the nearest star? 23 trillion years. Do you understand what we do? how limited it's four light years, which is 23 trillion years. If you got in a plane and traveled for 23 trillion years, you touch the nearest star. That's how big the universe is. That's how abundant the universe is. People are like, well, the reality is, I love that Kath. The reality is I'm like, what reality are you living in? Tell me the reality that you're talking about. Well, I'm talking about reality. I'm like, are you talking about reality or your reality? Your subjective, horribly limited projection of reality. And they're like, no, reality. I'm like, tell me again about reality. Tell me about it. Tell me about how you have 55 trillion cells. Tell me about how abundant the world is. Tell me about how everything in nature is designed to help you to connect, to put you in wholeness. When two women move in together, what happens? Their cycles connect. Why is that? Because everything is moving you towards wholeness. If you take a step into the magnet, the universe moves you five more steps with synchronicity because you're starting to align and it wants alignment. Watch what happens in a garden. Watch how things move towards each other. Watch how they know what to do. But you're going to tell me about reality, aren't you? You're going to tell me about reality and how small it is. You're asleep and you're miserable about it. No more. We're waking up. So I hope you were able to get something really helpful from that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can DM me on Instagram and tell me, here are the takeaways. Number one, you can have everything you want as long as you're willing to give up the belief that you can't have it. Number two, stop being inauthentic. Allow yourself to be fierce and powerful and graceful. Number three, a queen doesn't hustle. She sits there and her energy just being it, and her energy just from her beingness becomes a magnet. When you are aligned and powerful, you just attract everything right to you. Number four, you deserve every beautiful delight. You don't need to justify it. Go have it. Number five, we came to write a different code for the next generation. We came to change this. It's time for you to declare and claim your power and to become the ultimate magnet for all the wealth that the women before you did not have. Number six, your power is not a threat to humanity. Stop saying I'm trying to and start saying I'm allowing myself to. Number seven, you don't have to be a good girl because you are good. You need to be in truth. You need to walk with fire. You need to be powerful. You need to choose authenticity and light a path and trust yourself. And number eight, you get to be a queen. You get to be the magnet. You get to be a custodian of wealth and you get to change the world. Thank you so much for listening. I know that you have a zillion things. It just means the world that you're here. We have so many good episodes coming up and we are fully in alignment now. The show is called Manifest with Kathy Heller, and you can expect everything that you've had, but better. We have so many good episodes, so please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. And if you believe in this work, if you feel like this mission aligns with you and that these words would be touching to somebody else's soul, please forward this episode to another woman in your life. Share it with your mother, share it with your daughter, share it with your sister, your best friend, and post about it on your Instagram and leave us a review. I'll be doing a giveaway today. You can go to my Instagram to enter. I'll be giving away a thousand dollars to just say thank you for supporting the show. And finally, if you want to join us in my program and you want to spend three months changing your relationship with money, fully, fully allowing yourself to be rich AF and allowing yourself to manifest, to become a master manifester, you can join my program at com slash join. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you soon.